Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of For What It's Nerd. Today we are discussing Blue Beetle at the newest DC movie. Um, and I've got to be honest, I was pleasantly surprised by this movie. I thought I might come out feeling the Blue Beetle blues, so to, so to speak. Um, but actually, I was very, very, it was refreshing, I've got to be honest. And there's a few reasons for that. There's also a few reasons why the movie perhaps didn't do as well as it could have. Uh, and actually, I think a lot of those are down to circumstance rather than anything else. Um, uh, and just kind of general issues with the superhero genre and the superhero genre at DC as well. Um, so I, I feel like we'll just get into it and we'll kind of just break this down. Uh, so let's start with the issues this movie was facing from the off. So first off, um, DC, the state of DC, let's discuss that first. So as we all know, DC's movies have not been too, doing too well. Um, the Flash wasn't received overwhelmingly well. It was, it, was, uh, it was a movie that a lot of people did enjoy, a lot of people didn't enjoy, but money-wise, it did not hit targets. The same with, happened with Shazam, Shazam and as well also happened with Black Adam. Now, obviously, there are people who did like those movies and there are those who did not, but most of those have been seen generally as a failure on, as regards like monetary value and monetary returns. Um, and the thing is that we're moving into the new era of DC now. Blue Beetle is meant to be part of that, meant to be the start of the reboot of the timeline, so to speak. Um, and, well, um, I think it does a really good job at that, but the issue is that it has a lot to live up to as sort of the new first movie, if that makes sense. This has to be, not to put too fine a point in it, because I don't think it exactly has to be this, but the new Iron Man, so to speak, the first movie, the the let's kick off a universe movie. And I don't feel like it was that movie. I feel like it was a good movie. I feel like it's very much a good standalone, like if you were adapting a singular comic book hero for a movie it would be really fun and like you could end it at that and that would be okay and not to say that this character Jaime couldn't go on to be in those movies I think actually there will be chemistry there that could definitely be exploited and and, and him being the sort of underdog character in one of those movies not not maybe underdog's the wrong word but like the the new kid on the team so to speak if they were to do a Justice, Justice League storyline or anything to that degree um would be good. I think I think you have that there. I think you have that potentiality there. But um Blue Beetle as a brand is not the brand you really want to be starting off with. Blue Beetle is is akin to Ant-Man. Um kind of. Not in terms of powers and not in terms of like parallels because that's obviously Atom for DC. Um that's the Ant-Man equivalent so to speak. They even sound the same, I suppose. Um but what I mean is, is that Blue Beetle as a movie very much runs in a similar fashion, in a similar vein to that of Ant-Man. And the story, interestingly, of Blue Beetle, and not to spoil too much, um, is sort of the first Ant-Man movie mixed with the second Iron Man movie. Um, and I think for a lot of people that will make sense very much straight away. I do think there's one thing that works for this movie, works for Blue Beetle, better than most superhero movies, especially more recent stuff, and that is the focus on Jaime as an individual. Because um, that's kind of part of the movie anyway, that's kind of one of the driving goals of the movie, but 
Jaime and his self rather than Blue Beetle, and also um, his family. I think, obviously, family is a very strong part of this movie. Anyone who has watched the movie will agree. Family is the central tenet of the movie, so to speak. Um, whether that's going away from your family, leaving your family behind, grieving with your family, etc., etc. Um, even enjoying the good times with your family. Um, so this is a movie that's very much centered around that, and I will say that's very, very refreshing, especially because the family is part of this journey. They're not side characters in what you would typically expect of this type of movie. Um, they're not your pepper pots or your happy or your. Um, I can't think of another one right now. Your lowest lands. They're not characters who are sat on the sidelines. They are in the thick of the action in this movie. And very, very, uh, like, played up for comedy at parts, played up for um, emotion at others, actually. And, yeah, I think I think the movie did really well on that. I will say that the movie, its plot was nothing spectacular, nothing complex. And, actually, I think that was good because you got to focus, again, on that family. This is about heart, so this is about um, exploring emotion and explore, exploring relationships rather than exploring a big convoluted plot. So sometimes that's okay. But at the same token, it was very straightforward. It was very... We've seen this before. And that's what I mean about it being very similar to those other two movies that I mentioned. Um, Ant-Man and Iron Man 2. Um, but I don't think... Again, I don't think that undersells the movie. I don't think that does any damage to the movie overall. I think this is very much a popcorn movie, a very enjoyable popcorn movie. Similarly, the villains in this movie were very um, one-dimensional, but I think that's okay. Again, it's not the point. Like, so for example, um, Susan Sarandon's character, um, is it Victoria Cord? I think that's her name. She, don't get me wrong, Susan Sarandon actually played her very well, I believe, for what she was given, but I feel like the character wasn't really given much motivation other than me like my company, me make money, um, which I suppose is very much the usual megalomaniac that we face in superhero movies, but I feel like there could have been some more nuance there. Um, there were parts where it felt like that kind of came into view a little bit more, but not in a way that was like super, super um, concrete. And similarly with Lieutenant, I think it was, oh, Carapax? It was like Carapus, but with an X at the end instead, I, I believe. I think that's how it was meant to be, Carapax. Um, and don't get me wrong, very interesting to have a character who essentially becomes the foil um, to Jaime, and at the end, there's a reason as to why that is. But um, I think... I think he was very much underserved as a character as well until the end. And I feel like that's what quite annoyed me about it is that they managed to give in the last 10 minutes of the movie, give this backstory to Lieutenant uh, Carapax. And it was like, if you'd had woven this a little bit better into the story, we'd have cared about Carapax. And at least we'd have had one villain that wasn't one dimensional. You can have one. You can have your Palpatine, right? You can have your Palpatine if you have your Darth Vader, right? You can have your evil for the sake of being evil if you have evil because tortured and wounded soul, right? Sort of. So I, I feel like that would have been a little bit better um, as an overall. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of parallels to be drawn between other superhero movies and a lot of things that this does um, more interestingly. And one thing I will say is I feel like this movie is really tight on pacing. 
uh, in a good way. I think this movie gets where it needs to go quickly, has those emotional moments, and doesn't discount those either. Um, for example, I was very much, there's a mo moment in the movie where there's a very, uh, uh, there's a kind of the low moment, right? The low moment before the climax. Uh, the kind of, the, they must fail before they succeed type thing. And I've got to be honest, I thought that like within moments there'd be like, there'd be laughter again. I thought there'd be um, like, like comedy again. And it wasn't, it actually, there was a, quite a long pause, a long part of the movie where it was very serious before it jumped back into having not fun necessarily, but a bit more exhilaration around it and a bit more. And yeah, there was a few moments that were comedic thereafter, but nothing insane. Um, nothing that like really undercut what had just happened and there was a few moments like that and I really am glad that it played out that way. I also think that this is a very good um, representation of um, obviously I don't know if it actually is but I feel like it was a very good representation of Mexican um, uh, how to put it Mexican uh, what's the word I'm looking for Stories is that the right word? I, I I don't know how to quite put it, but um, you know, people who are um, who are displaced and feel displaced by the bigger powers and how they feel about these things that are going on and how that plays into their beliefs about family and beliefs about the world and also just the fact that the movie was um strong enough that even when maybe like for someone like me i obviously don't speak the language that even when there weren't subtitles on screen you knew what was being said and you could feel the emotion even if it didn't have a subtitle on the screen and sometimes i think it didn't need it sometimes i think it was rightful that it didn't have it um because it almost felt would feel insulting in a sense right so like obviously don't get me wrong there was parts where it needed subtitles because otherwise you would not at all know what's going on but let me put it this way, right? If you can understand and get the emotion out of Chewbacca, um, this is my opinion. If you can get emotion out of Chewbacca without ever putting a subtitle on the screen for a Wookiee, why do you need to do it for languages in the real world, right? Um, emotion is conveyed across language, um, across barrier, language barriers, should I say. And I felt that that was very much the case in this movie. And um, for example, they're, they're not... Uh, Nana in the movie. I, I I don't know how you would like. I I don't want to inflect that wrong, so I'm just going to say it how we say it here. Nana. Um, she was she was a really interesting character, and you could tell there was a lot more to her than. Don't get me wrong. She was played for comedic uh, comedic relief in parts, but there was so much more to her than that. And she was like the glue of the family when she needed to be, and everyone was that actually. There was parts where the uncle was that, and then the the sister and and and, and Jaime himself the, and. The, the dad and the ma, mom as well and it just felt like this is a family that really pulls together when it needed to and that was like that was more of the movie than the actual superhero part like don't get me wrong yes there's this big superhero suit that comes from space and is the main point of all of what's going on but actually it's not like i kind of almost thought when i was watching it i don't even feel like i'm necessarily watching a superhero movie i feel like i'm watching a movie about this family and that was so refreshing because it feels like we've kind of really come away from that in more recent movies. It feels like even not just superhero stuff, but just stuff in general, it feels so, it has to be so highbrow and so complex and so crazy. And sometimes all you need is a movie that just reminds you about sort of the, the more important things, not just in life, but just 
in storytelling, right? Um, and, you know, sometimes the most normal bog standard storyline, so to speak, is exactly what people want and exactly what people need. Um, and I very much felt that was the case with this movie. But going back to the problems with this movie, I do think you do have a few issues as regards um, trying to set up a whole new universe in this movie. I don't think that this movie is necessarily that movie, and I feel like it's only become that movie because it was already being developed and they could easily change it to be that. Um, but I feel sorry for the Blue Beetle for having to be this that movie because I feel like if it had come out in a few years' time, which obviously I wouldn't want to want wouldn't have wanted it to sit back just for that. But if it had, I think it would have performed a lot better if there was more confidence in the DC brand and more confidence in the new DC DCU, so to speak. Um also I think um what doesn't help is the fact that um people it, it's not just DC, right? People are down on superhero stuff at the moment. Even if I disagree with superhero fatigue, I don't think it's that people hate superheroes. I think it's that people don't like the stories being told around superheroes. Um, people have liked superheroes for many a year, um, many a time, and many a, many a thing. I don't think superheroes are going away anytime soon. Uh, there's always a superhero thing happening, um, whether that be comic books, books, you know, movies, etc. I don't think that's just going to stop. But it's that people are down on pretty much every type of superhero media. Um, and I think that didn't help either because like let's say for example that um people were invigorated from marvel they might not like dc stuff dc um stuff as much but they probably might still go and watch it because they're like oh i want another superhero movie i want to enjoy another superhero movie and also kind of the competition thing right oh i want to see what the competition is put out so i feel like right now everyone's failing at the monopoly everyone's failing Sorry, the Monopoly's failing as regards Marvel, but because DC's not being consistent either, Marvel's still on top, so to speak, but Marvel is suffering, and thus so is DC as well. Does that make sense? I think I made sense. I don't know if I did. If I didn't, I'm sorry. Um, I think I'm just kind of theorizing, hypothesizing as I go here. But yeah, so I, I actually don't have many critiques of the movie as regards its plot. There were points that were like, um, like you have to know a little bit about DC, I'd say, to get a full enjoyment out of this movie. I feel like there was parts where I was like, "Oh, this feels like something that I sh I should know about, but I don't." Um, but not in a way that really matters, if that makes sense. But yeah, so I don't know. I th I think this is a good movie. I th I think it's a standard movie. I don't think it's like anything you like. I I wouldn't say it's like. I'd say it's one of my favorite DC you movies and i know that's only like including a few right now but i, I mean like you know all, all the, the the old stuff as well before the reboot as well i think it's one of my favorite ones of those i'd say probably in my top five um pretty much straight away but i don't think it's anywhere near that for my top marvel like not marvel my top superhero see marvel just is synonymous with superhero at this point um almost um i don't think it's in my top superhero overall movies i just think it's very much high up there for dc but with that said guys i um i am very much excited to see where dc goes next uh this, you know we have superman coming eventually uh, uh, i don't even know when actually um but that's coming and that'll probably more truly kick off um the the new dcu but let's see where jaime goes next considering there was a post credit scene which i'm not going to talk about too much about but very much set up, hopefully, a second Blue Beetle.
So with that in mind, guys, I will see you guys later. Um, I think next week's episode, unless anything changes, will be about Ahsoka. Ahsoka drops Wednesday with two episodes, uh, and I'm very excited. I've been waiting for the show for a long time, probably even before it was announced, really, in my mind. Um, and I'm very excited to see what comes of it. So keep an eye out, keep an ear out for next week. And thank you for listening slash watching as always. And I just spat by accident. I had a little bit of a moment. Oopsie. Um, thank you guys as always for watching slash listening slash however you consume what it's no content. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'll see you guys later. Bye guys.